It's time again for The Insiders with Chuck Kuala and Scott Jensen, sponsored by the Wisconsin Counties Association and the Tommy G. Thompson Center on Public Leadership. I'm Chuck Kuala, former Senate Majority Leader. And I'm Scott Jensen, former Assembly Speaker. And we're the insiders. So there's been a huge uh, controversy that's been going on since Evers got elected of the Senate either holding his appointments in abeyance or actually rejecting them as they did kind of en masse for the Natural Resources Board recently. And, and that's not the only example. Scott, what's going on and where do you see this headed? Well, um, it's pretty clear that we're in a period of divided government, right? We have the Republicans control the legislature. The executive branch is controlled by the Democrats and the courts are now controlled by the Democrats. And each of them are looking for leverage in this divided atmosphere to try to get their way on something or to come up with things that they can use for negotiations to at least get some of what they want uh, to be done. And both sides are doing it. I mean, it, it, you you just keep seeing this again. You know, it's whether it's appointments or it's lawsuits that are being brought, whether it's proposals and counterproposals or special sessions, um, uh, uh, possibilities of recalls. All those are sort of extra legislative efforts for people to try to get the upper hand on the other team, to try to get some sort of leverage to get their way, often on a different issue than the one that which they're seizing leverage. Um, and it, that's not a new thing. Um, it occurs whenever we have divided government. You'll recall that when you were the Senate leader and I was the Republican leader, you found ways to get leverage on over on us. You once uh, sparked a recall election. Um, uh, when you were in the minority and got yourself back into the majority, we all do those sorts of things. We thank look you, for leverage. Thank you. Yeah, we look for leverage in order to try to improve our position, and that's because the government is so deeply divided at the moment. It's just not a matter of like Democrats hold one part and Republicans hold the other. You have a Democrat party with very progressive values at the moment and a Republican party with very conservative values at the moment. There's a big distance between them. And so each of them are trying to collect whatever little points of leverage they can in order to influence the outcome of public policy concerns. And that's what all this is. It's not a matter of like they were deeply concerned perhaps about that appointee. Um, they were trying to create leverage to influence a policy matter that they care about deeply. I think that's true. I think what's disturbing to, to many people observing the process is back in our day, um, the Senate would maybe hold up a couple of appointments. That was really to make a very specific point that was out there. What's happened now is, and as I think anyone who's watched this, as Scott and I have watched it, sees, is that almost all appointments are held up. It's only if someone is particularly willing to um, really uh, go out of their way to ex uh, to express to the Republicans that they will be this, that, and the other thing, that people are being willing to, to approve them. So what you're seeing is like a mass rejection of everybody on the uh, Natural Resources Board. Appointments are held up. The, the Republicans are trying to gain leverage on the executive branch by saying, oh, we're not going to approve you. And by the way, if you take an action that we're not happy with, the, the, the implied threat, and it's not really just implied, is if you get off of where we want you to be, you're gonna be rejected. And that happened to Brad Papp, who expressed concern about the mental health of farmers and their need for assistance. 
and and pointing out that the legislature had failed to act, he was thrown out for that. That's the kind of thing that's happening. An embarrassment to Republicans can result in a rejection. It has nothing to do with a person's qualifications or ability to serve. I think that this is money in the water between the executive and legislative branch. I've said before on this program, one of the few votes that I regret in my time in the legislature was voting to reject Margaret Farrell to be replaced lieutenant governor. I disagreed vehemently with Margaret Farrell and her policies and her views on the issues. And I had seen it in the Senate, but that did not give me the right to prevent, or in my view, did, did not empower me, should have not empowered me to stop her from being appointed by the current governor. That's his choice. He was the one elected and his party should be able to make that choice. But we've gone way beyond that. And a couple of appointments, almost every appointment made by the governor is held up and just over scrutinized by, by the Senate. And I think that this is a part of the overall, we do not respect the other branches of government. A woman who is elected by an 11 point margin, Justice Protosewitz, within a few months of her election and only days after she's actually sworn into office, Robin Voss is talking about impeachment. That's not acceptable. That's really going beyond the bounds of our democracy, violating the separation of powers, the checks and balances that are in the system. And I'll tell you what, I think they've gone way too far. And I think the people in this state are actually expressing it as they did in Justice Prosevitz's election. Well, here's something you might agree with me on, Chuck. I think what has happened around the country is that state legislatures and governors have been watching what has been going on in Washington for the last couple of decades. And they're like, ooh, the Senate held up appointments and they got some leverage over the executive branch by doing this. So, so then they ape that. They do the same thing, right? And other people will just copy whatever the latest weapon is that's being used in another state. And so that is really uh, something that we're seeing all across the country with state legislatures behaving more and more like Washington, D.C. I think there's some truth in that. I think it's a dangerous situation for us. For those of us, both of us being political science undergrads, who actually have looked at these issues and understand the origins of them, I think we realize that there's a real danger in the way that this is going. But as we've pointed out, the basis of both parties are driving their decisions. And I am concerned that when you have a situation like we do in Wisconsin, where there's heavy partisanship and very few marginal seats and everybody's responding to their, their primary base, instead of responding to the general electorate in the general election, it makes it very difficult for people to get to the middle and do the things that most people want. I always used to say about budgets when we were around that Scott would shave off our rough edges and we would shave off his rough edges. And what came out of the budget process, although it was quite a process, at the end of the day, it was something that most people in the middle and even people on the progressive end and on the conservative end could accept because the big things that made sense for the overall electorate were gonna be handled. That's not where we are today and it's a danger for us. I think all that shaving resulted in you and I both being bald was actually the answer to all that. So, well, thank you very much. We'll see you next week. Good one. See ya. You've been listening to The Insiders with Chuck Kuala and Scott Jensen, sponsored by the Wisconsin Counties Association and the Tommy G. Thompson Center on Public Leadership.